Hello, and welcome back to The Woods, a podcast about the mysterious, the legendary, and the plain weird, because you never know what you're going to find in the woods. My name is Shazbe. And my name is Sandy. Nice to meet you, Sandy. How's it going? Nice to meet you too, Shazbe. It's it's good. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) It's raining. It's raining? Yeah. Um, Oh, man. You can keep it, because if it comes over here, it's not going to be rain. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, on TikTok or like online, it's like, oh, in Canada, we already have snow, but I don't, so. Well, you don't have to rub it in. (laughs) I don't have snow. No, it's just like, it's odd. Like, it's November it's almost December and there's no snow outside. It's just an odd sight to see. <laughs> Will you even get like a white Christmas? No. Um, oh my gosh. We were reading that we wouldn't, which I guess isn't too bad, like or too odd, because in Mexico, like when yeah. you think of Christmas, you think of being outside. Like a lot of the celebrations take place outside because it's not. Mm a frozen wasteland you know (laughs) so i know we've had this conversation before i just don't remember your answer but do you guys have christmas trees in mexico yes we do (laughs) like actual like pine looking ones like we have yes why does everyone ask me that do you even have pine trees in mexico yes like real ones yes oh okay (laughs) see I know you said that you guys had Christmas trees, but I just always imagined, like, the plastic fake ones, so I wasn't sure if you actually had pine trees. I mean, in my defense, when I was down there, I did not see a pine tree. You know what? I hear that a lot. Because Ian's parents were also like, you don't have Christmas trees there. And I said, yeah, we do. And they're like, where do you get them from? And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, there's no Christmas trees in Mexico. They were all the way down in the Yucatan, though. So, like, it's really tropical there. Where you were pretty close to the beach, also pretty tropical. Where I'm from, there's lots of pine trees. Don't you worry about that. Okay. So, I've only been, because I've also been to Algodonas. And that's, like, very desert because it's right beside Arizona. Mm -hmm. So, yes. I've only seen the desert parts of well, I mean, I'm from, like, the desert, but there's... Well, then again, there's also lots of mountains, and that's where all the pine okay. trees go. Yeah, like, that my, makes a difference. My mom's village, surrounded by pine trees. Mm-hmm. So, um, for all of you listening, yes, we put up Christmas trees. Yes, they are from Mexico. <laughs> we are uncultured swine. <laughs> oh well now we all know yeah um yeah so uh how was your week sandy oh i'm so tired i have been working so much i accidentally worked overtime because i kept taking people's shifts and i was like yeah it's fine whatever and then it's like oh you worked overtime whoops and I'm just, Whoops. like, really tired. And, like, look, I love Christmas, but in a retail setting, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I hated working at the mall um, when Christmas came around. That was the most awful two months of my entire life. 
Probably <laughs> not, actually, but it was fucking tough. But it was pretty close. <laughs> I, I remember, like, three years ago, my parents left Christmas shopping for, like, the 23rd. And I remember my mom called me because, like, they were going Christmas shopping and then they were going to a Christmas party in, like, a little town three hours away. So they weren't coming home. It was just me, Ian, and then my siblings. Mom called me to kind of be like, oh, make sure you do this, whatever. Oh, and the power was also out. And it was in Hepburn in the middle of freaking nowhere, and the power was out. And it was just the start, you know, of a horror movie. But anyway, in the background, I hear my dad talking to a poor Indigo employee. Because my dad was one of those people where my brother told him exactly what books he wanted, but my dad forgot the name. So the poor worker was like, well, who's it written by? And my dad's like, I don't know. And then it's like, what are they about? I don't know. <laughs> like, what, what kind of genre is it? I don't know. <laughs> and I'm just like, I get customers like that all the time. So I'm like that poor indigo worker just like really trying to help my dad find my brother these books. And my dad's like, I don't know. He likes video games. <laughs> <laughs> but miraculously they did find the books that Oscar wanted. Oh wow. So I think about that worker a lot. Anyway. <laughs> so to that worker. If you're listening, you're a trooper. Hope you're doing well. Surviving, Anywho. Thriving. How's your week? Um last weekend I went on a trip to the woods. You did. And I was so <laughs> sad. Because I wanted but, to go. What? No, I was sad because you met my fa- one of my favorite podcasters. Oh, right. I saw Dark you Poutine. You went to Dark Poutine. And I was like, literally like in tears. It was so of, funny. On the inside. I could have cried. I, I If I wasn't in, like around people, I literally could have cried. <laughs> that, was, that was quite the time. I, there was actually quite a bit of people there. And then... First, it was Mike Brown who walked up, and then Angela was like, go take a picture with him. And I was like, no, I can't go ask him for a picture. Go take a picture with him. And I was like, no, no, I don't want to. And Angela's just there, like, shaking me. Go get a picture. And anyway, when I finally gathered the courage, he, like, walked away, and I was like, oh, okay. But then Scott Hemingway came out. Yes. And Angela asked, she's like, hey, can my sister get a picture with you? And I was like, Why? <laughs> And Scott was like, uh, oh, like, yeah, that, that's so weird. Like, why do you want a picture with me? But, but yeah. <laughs> Scott is, like, so funny. It was, it was a good time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just love them so much. I'm so jealous. When I come to Vancouver, I hope they're doing a show so we can go. Yeah. Right, I'll go. I don't know if you want to come uh, with I'll me, go. but I'm going. <laughs> I'll go again. Yeah, sure. Man. Ugh. So jealous. Okay, so yes, last weekend Sandy went to Dark Putty. I went on a trip to the woods, which is really actually my friend's place out in some I don't know where it is. <laughs> a place. <laughs> it's a place. And uh it was fun. We did some hiking and oh my gosh, there was a a little fox and like he came right up to us and like was like I don't know. <laughs> but he was super cute. <laughs> this little fox. Um, we named him Jimmy. 
So, shouts out to Jimmy. Hope he's doing well. Oh, Jimmy. <laughs> um, and then we had a movie marathon and drank too much. And I brought chili and brownies. Nice. Those were good. So, that was fun. Um, Evan was there. Megan was there. And then Megan's friend Eric was there. And, oh, Taylor. But... I don't think anyone knows who Taylor is. We don't talk about him. Oh my god. I saw Taylor's doppelganger yesterday while I went to take a picture of Santa with my phone. (laughs) Because I can't afford an actual picture with Santa. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like... Wait, was Taylor the Santa? No, but that would have been a great twist. No. (laughs) What happened was I was leaving work. It was closing time. And... I went because they still had Santa's like you know they like Santa's at the malls now, and they still had his setup and it looked really pretty and I was like oh my mom would like this so I went to take a picture, and then who I thought was Taylor was sitting on like this bench across from where Santa was supposed to sit, and I did a double take and like the guy I think noticed that I was staring at him and then he got up and left so like sorry dude if I made you uncomfortable I just thought you were my friend. <laughs> Taylor's actually there. He wasn't here. He was there. <laughs> I mean, I'd be like, hey, why didn't you tell me you were here? Or yeah, you like... could, like, at least be nice about it. You don't have to, like, awkwardly look at her and leave. <laughs> yeah, or, like, you know, we could hang out, you know? I miss hanging out with people. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. Oh, and we haven't... I. Mm. We have to talk about that thing that I said we have to talk about. What, MCR getting back together? Yes, that I needs to it. be addressed. <laughs> we were, I think we were supposed to address that last time. We haven't, when did we record last? Halloween. What, oh my god, we're the worst. It's been yeah, look, I, I take personal responsibility. <laughs> I'm a wreck right now. I am so tired. I am Same. so tired. <laughs> oh, same. Christmas is going to be the end of me this year. Um, everybody send good vibes to Sandy. And if we have a really irregular schedule, it's because we're both working. It's my fault. More, okay. more of in full-time jobs. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, oh my god, but guess what? My birthday is exactly two weeks and one day. <gasps> Oh my god, you're right. I honestly forgot that you had a birthday. <laughs> That's okay. I am such a good friend. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> and, like, we just both have exact half birthdays, too. I'm four days off of you, but mm-hmm. close enough. Close so. enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, anyway, MCR getting back together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Look, I'm really excited about it. I promise. Again, I'm just tired. <laughs> Hot Topic had like... Because I, I dragged my mom into the Hot Topic because I want that My Chemical <laughs> Romance hoodie that looks like a Ouija board. They didn't have any in stock. But they had a huge poster that said MCR Returns. And I literally like like shrieked. I was so excited and my mom was like what what what's wrong and I was like no nothing mom nothing it's okay and then after we left the store she's like Sandy I have the worst headache (laughs) I'm like 
I'm sorry, but I told you it wasn't a phase, Mom. Yeah, it's not a phase, Mom. It's my life. Oh, my God. Honestly. I don't know. It's, like, it's just super surreal. And, like, I, like, wish I could actually go to the show. But I hope... I know they're doing, like, a few dates, but I hope they come somewhere near here. Hopefully, fingers crossed, they come to Vancouver next summer when I'm not in New Orleans. <laughs> so I can go see them in Vancouver when I come see you. But there's no way they're coming to Saskatchewan. Who would come to Saskatchewan? Actually, there's some pretty decent people coming yeah, here right just now. Like I just can't go. I just can't go to any of them because I live really far away. Um, anyway, yeah, that would be cool. So In this moment, it's coming know. in May. Yeah, I seen that you you responded to the event. Again, I can't go. <laughs> well, like the tickets aren't even on sale, but I told my sister, "Oh, they're coming." And then she responded, "It's going." And I was like, "The tickets aren't even on sale." And she looked at me and she's like, "I'm going." And <laughs> That's I was like, me. "Oh, okay. I'll do that too then." <laughs> um, okay, some 41 and the Offspring just came here. They were in here? Abbotsford, which is like an hour away from here. Oh, they're coming here. Oh, yesterday. I was I forgot what day it is. They were here yesterday, but like in Moose Jaw, and that's like a six-hour drive for me from where yeah. I am. Like if I was in Saskatoon, I probably would have done it, but like all the way from here, I would have had to take like half the day off of school or something yeah. to drive all the way there, and then I could, like I didn't really have anyone to go with and like hotels and stuff are expensive so it was like screw it i'll just wait again it's only the third time that i've missed the offspring and still haven't seen yeah. them <laughs> even though they it's keep coming fine. here <laughs> i mean they're still touring so yeah and they always come here so hopefully they come back mm-hmm. um also okay this week i was having like a really hard time sleeping this week like I couldn't fall asleep and if I did like I would wake up a few times throughout the night um and like one night I like I'm usually a pretty like I don't move in my sleep much uh like at all like if I fall asleep I stay in that position Mm -hmm. um but this one night I kept like turning onto my back but if you sleep on your back you're more likely to get sleep paralysis yeah and I woke up because I thought I heard gunshots. And I still don't know if they're real or not. But I woke up because I was on my back. I remember that. And then, But I heard gunshots. And I was like, oh my god, what the hell? And it like scared me awake. But I don't know if they were real. Or if I, it was just my probable sleep disorders. <laughs> I think it's probably your sleep disorders. <laughs> if you were in the US I might say something different but you're in the oh, middle okay, of yeah. nowhere Saskatchewan <laughs> hey man so it could be hunting at 4 in the morning <laughs> hunting season in did the town. start yesterday <laughs> but in town I guess if there's a coyote in town yeah there's also actually you know what it's kind of creepy um I was out scraping the ice off my car. You wouldn't be able to relate to that, but whatever. (laughs) Because it's not snowing, and also I don't have a car. (laughs) Well, I guess there's two reasons, but whatever. So I was scraping the ice off, and 
I heard voices and I was like, okay, whatever. And then I turned around to go to the other side of my car. Okay, so I turned around to go to the other side of my car and there's this woman standing there and she's like, good morning or something like that. And she scared the crap out of me, but she was a police officer. But she also scared the crap out of me because she's a police officer. (laughs) And police scare me for some reason. I mean, they have guns. It's pretty intimidating. Oh, man. Fair enough, yeah. (laughs) Um, and I was like, oh my god, I swear to god, I didn't do anything. <laughs> but, like, not actually. I was like, oh, hi. And she said, oh, sorry, did I scare you? I was like, oh, yeah, you scared the crap out of me. Um, and she said that there's been, like, a bunch of break-ins into cars, vehicles, like, in my my area. And oh, I, like, my, I have my car at my back alley. And she's like, like, have you noticed anything with your vehicle? Like, uh whatever and I was like no like I'm pretty good at keeping like the door locked like I always lock my car um and she's like okay well we're just like talking to people so now I've just I've been setting the alarm too because mm-hmm. I don't know I was like oh I won't set the alarm on my car because I'm in a small town and that would be weird and everyone's gonna think I'm a weird city girl <laughs> okay <laughs> this is my thought process <laughs> I was like, I don't want to stand out. So <laughs> I haven't been setting it, but now I'm going to set it because there's people breaking into cars. And I'm like, mm-hmm. at least if my alarm goes off, that will like notify the neighborhood. Everyone will look out their windows and be like, whose alarm is going off? And then <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be sound asleep, snoring away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't be able to hear it. Um, <laughs> but then it can at least the tear, like uh, make the robber people go away maybe mm-hmm. hopefully <laughs> that's again my thought process here um uh, yeah i don't know i had a really really sleepy week like i was just tired and exhausted all week mm-hmm. i i feel you yeah we're both pretty busy people aren't we yeah uh, oh well that's uh adulthood mm. okay sandy Tell me your story. I'm excited okay. to hear what you found. Okay, so I made an oopsie. Mm-hmm. Because I got home late because I worked closing yesterday. And I did my notes, but I didn't finish them. I said, I'm going to take a shower and then finish them. But I took a shower and went to sleep. Hmm. But that's okay because I have most of them done. Okay. So th- my sister kind of suggested this topic. I don't really know what it is. But here's the story. (laughs) So in October of this year, so just last month, students of Fumbisi Senior High School in Ghana saw ghosts lurking around their school. Like any normal humans, these students freaked out and were scared of the entities that may be crawling about their school. So a thing to note about this school, I... I didn't realize this while I was reading all the articles because like all the articles I was reading were from Ghana which makes sense because it's happened in that country but this is like a boarding school so like the students sleep there they live there basically like all of the staff lives there um so yeah unlike normal human beings the sights of these alleged ghosts sent the students into a panic. So after seeing these ghosts, three students collapsed and fainted. And then the next day, so like they saw the ghosts on Sunday at 11 p.m. And this was when they were all like studying in like a little like, I don't know, I guess like 
I don't know if it was like a dormitory, if it was like a, a library, but they were studying at night. They saw these ghosts, three fainted, and then the next day on Monday, 17 more students fainted. This reminds me of Harry Potter and like all the ghosts just floating around the dorms and stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, these ones, I guess, were like, they weren't that cool with it. They fainted. <laughs> So these students were hospitalized at uh, Fumbisi Clinic and the San Sandima Government Hospital. Anyways, they were hospitalized. Some some of the students, however, did not faint, but instead went on a rampage and basically caused a riot inside of their school. So this uh, eventually caused school authorities to shut the place down and send people home. Reports say that the students became so frightened that they started running for dear life in various directions. One student went as far as to jump out of the second floor. Uh, Landing on the ground. She survived, luckily, but she was rushed to the hospital. Then around dawn of the next day, so they saw the ghost Sunday at 11 p.m., so at dawn on Monday, some students went to the house mistress bungalow and threw stones at her property uh from there then they went to the headmaster's bungalow and then assaulted a night security man this so is the wild. next i know it's <laughs> fucking wild <laughs> so the night uh or it was breakfast time you know since they all lived here they go to the cafeteria to get their breakfast but they refused to eat so the headmaster and then the school board and other authorities were like, okay, hey, like, we need to shut this school down. Like, we're not safe here. So remember, this is a boarding school. So they shut the place down and all of these kids had to be sent home. Like, who knows how far away from the school they live in, right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So many people have explained the strange occurrences of this school as nothing more than mass hysteria. So shout out to the Dancing Plague episode. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go listen to it. I think it's called It's All Fun and Games Until Someone Dies. I think I also had an episode about mass hysteria, too. Yeah. Something to do with, like, poisoning or something. I don't Some, know. You did the French Jumping Men of Maine. Yeah, but there was a modern one, too. Oh. I, I think it was a different episode. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But we've Anyways, talked about it a few times. Yeah. So, if you don't remember the episode, or if you haven't listened to it, mass hysteria is common is now commonly known as conversion disorder. So it's said to be a kind of anxiety disorder where strange behavior that normally wouldn't be contagious is. So, like, we talked about it in the Dancing Plague episode where that all-girls school had a laughing fit. So one girl started laughing hysterically, and then another girl, and then another girl. And then it even spread to the villages they were from, where they laughed for days. That's a long time to laugh. Yeah. Um, It's said that this disorder happens under extreme amounts of stress. So these students claim that they saw these ghosts during a time that they were all studying. So, you know, that can be really stress-inducing. So, like, it wouldn't... It's not a far stretch to say that these students claim they saw a ghost, started fainting, jumping out of windows, and, like, hurting each other as, like, like it's part of the mass hysteria. Yeah. However. 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 
there are tons of ghost stories about how people who encounter malevolent spirits are often left feeling dizzy, sick, lightheaded, and can even act in ways they normally wouldn't. Um, you kind of... Or, like, stories like Robert the Doll, where, like, there are these cursed objects that leave people Robert with, the like, Doll is terrifying. <laughs> I know. I know. Anyways, yeah, they leave people with, like, dismal fates. Um, so what if this wasn't mass hysteria? What if they actually saw a ghost that caused them to react in the ways they did? So I found a lovely blog called ghostvillage.com to check it out and user leslie underscore dragon lvr talks about how her daughter is a medium and how sometimes she gets into to the point of passing out uh when connecting with spirits so she explains that some ghosts have energy that opposes your own energy like magnets so the like you know when you take magnets and they don't come together they'll push away so she explains it as it's the same with your energy and a ghost's energy and that can become so intense that it can leave you feeling sick however lots of mediums tend to know how to protect themselves from this which is why like they can get sick and to the point of passing out but they're also like kind of know their limits of like okay if we if i fight with you any longer it's not gonna be good for me another user called a ghost cat explained feeling this um, or feeling sick at the Lizzie Borden house so she said and I quote I started to feel sick all of a sudden then it was as if my energy just hit or if it it was if energy just hit my body and it zoomed to my head I felt like I was going to pass out all I could think of was just getting out of there and getting outside. Since this happened to me once before, I just stuck it out, and after we left that room, I was fine. Another blog called AmandaLynetteMeter.com talks about how ghosts generally enjoy haunting people. <laughs> so, like, Amanda, who I'm assuming, because this is her blog, anyway, explains that ghosts used to be people. And some people are just assholes and enjoy, like, watching the misery of others. So, like, why wouldn't some ghosts want to see you... Yeah, no, I agree. Like, suffer. So, ghosts can cause fights to break out. So, if you've watched any, like, paranormal shows of people kind of telling their stories, uh, a common theme is, like, a married couple will move into this house and suddenly, like, their marriage will be on the rocks because of this ghost that is like just causing tension between them or tension between like the parents and their kids or siblings so that's not like super uncommon ghosts can get children into trouble like when you hear about like children having imaginary friends and then the parents think the child did something bad and the child is like no like my friend did it you know that kind of thing um ghosts or some ghosts like to physically harm people again you hear like people getting scratched, people being pushed downstairs, that kind of thing. And of course, let's not forget the infamous possession stories where people's behavior will change drastically because suddenly they're being controlled by some entity. So like maybe the kids throwing rocks at their headmaster's house or room or whatever were possessed. Possession. 
Who knows? Not me. I wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's my short story of the Fumbisi Senior High School ghosts. Crazy stuff. Yeah, it was really weird. That is weird. Could you imagine if that happened at our high school? <laughs> you know what I'm imagining? That scene in Mean Girls. Yeah. Uh, like the end. Mom, can you pick me up? I'm scared. <laughs> Honestly. But I'm also like, you know that TikTok sound of like that Rihanna song that's like, that was quite a show. Very entertaining. Mm-hmm. So just imagine, like, me and you are ghosts. We cause all this shit to happen, and then you're like, hey, that was quite a show. <laughs> Very, Very entertaining. entertaining. <laughs> that would be us, though. Even if, like, even if our school got all, like, whacked out, you and I would be in the corner being like, um... That was entertaining. <laughs> this is kind of fun. Very entertaining. <laughs> But I mean, I get it. Look, if I was a ghost and I had eternity to do, like, what, jack all, like, why wouldn't I cause a riot? Oh, same. It's not like I'm going to have any consequences. I'm already dead. And actually, that blog I was on, the Amanda blog, she's like, there are no laws in ghost world. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, see? True. So. Probably true. I don't know. So, yeah. But I'm excited to hear what you have. Me too. <clears throat> okay. So, <laughs> I even... Okay. Mm. I literally wrote this down because I was thinking about this lot, or as I was about to start my notes. So, I typed this out. It says, first off, I read a peer-reviewed article for this. The first Ooh. time I've had to do that since I graduated university. I'm sorry to put you through that. Be fucking proud of me, mom. <laughs> she, Hi, Shazney's mom. She has no idea what I'm even talking about. <laughs> no, she's like, what? <laughs> uh, um, okay, yeah. So I literally wrote that down right when I was going to start typing out my notes. Because I was like, I never thought I would look at a peer-reviewed article ever again. But here I am. Okay, so once upon a time... <laughs> There was a dude named Vic Tandy. I love his name. Tandy. Vic Tandy was a British engineer who also did some work in English universities. He was born in 1955, but unfortunately passed in 2005. But he did not pass without giving us an interesting paranormal situation to hear about. Or did he? Tell me. Oh. Oh. Did he? Oh. Mm, ah, We'll find out. So, in this peer-reviewed article that I found called The Ghost in the Machine that was published in the Journal of the Society for Psychical... Psychical? I have no idea what that is. How do you spell it? It's psych. I-C-A-L. Psychical. Psychical? Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep, first... Whatever. Okay, psychical. In April of 1998, the events are outlined as the following. So, Vic Tandy had a background as an engineer, engineering designer at the time of the incident, which led him to work for a company who manufactured medical equipment. The people were three people worked in this lab, and 
it was made from two garages that were like connected back to back. They were 10 by 30 feet. It was closed off by doors and it had a window on one end of the far wall. So the company's business was in the design of anesthetic or intensive care life support equipment. So there was always pieces of equipment powered on and making noises. When Vic Tandy heard suggestions that the lab was haunted, his first thought was the powered equipment, and he gave it no more thought. But one morning was a bit different. The cleaner who comes in and cleans the lab, she was just leaving as Tandy arrived, and none of the equipment had been turned on yet, but she was in distress, claiming to have seen something. Tandy refused to budge on his opinion because he's a scientist and they're like science, you know. He <laughs> he thought that there had to be a explanation for the woman's experience. A logical excl- explan- explanation. I forgot how to say explanation. <laughs> he yeah, he figured ah whatever, just crazy lady seeing shit in the lab. <laughs> These millennials and their ghosts. <laughs> Um, As time went on, Tandy did start to notice other odd things in the lab, though. He would get a feeling of depression, an occasional cold shiver, and on occasion, a co-worker turned to say something to someone who wasn't beside him. So the co-worker, like, turned and was about to say something, thinking that Tandy was right beside him, but Tandy was actually at the other side of the room. He was Mm. nowhere near this dude. There was a growing level of discomfort, but the workers were all busy and paid it little attention. That is, until Tandy was working on his own one night after everyone else had left. As he sat at the desk writing, he began to feel increasingly uncomfortable. He was sweating, but cold. He was sweating, but he was cold, and the feeling of depression was noticeable. The lab cats were moved around, and the groans and creaks from what was now a deserted factory were spooky so yeah they had some cats i guess but there was also something else it was as though something was in the room with mr tandy but it just wasn't possible that anyone had gotten into the lab without him seeing them he looked around and even checked the gas bottles to make sure that there was not a leak in the room because obviously if there's gas leaking it can screw you up a bit there were oxygen and carbon dioxide bottles and occasionally the staff would work with anesthetic agents, all of which could cause all sorts of problems if handled inappropriately. All of these checked out fine, so he went to get a cup of coffee, coffee, and then he returned to his desk to his work. As he was writing, he became aware that he was being watched, and a figure slowly crept from behind him, like, to his left, like he could see it in the edge of his vision the figure like it moved just as a person would so like he was pretty sure there was like someone behind him he described the apparition Mm -hmm. as being gray and making no sound the hair was standing up on tandy's neck and there was a distinct chill in the room he was terrified but like who wouldn't be even if you are a scientist uh it's never fun to have the feeling of being watched he couldn't see any detail and finally built up the courage to turn and face the thing As he turned, the apparition faded and disappeared. There was absolutely no evidence to support what he had seen, so he decided he must be losing it and went home. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, "Uh, I need sleep. 
So the following day, Tandy was entering a fencing competition and needed to cut a thread onto the tang of a spare foil blade so that he could attach the handle. He had all the tools necessary, but it was so much easier to use the engineer's bench vise in the lab to hold the blade that he went to hold the blade. So he went in early to the lab to cut the thread. It was only a five minute job, so he put the blade in the vise and went in to search for uh, some oil to help to help him do this little job he had to do. As he returned, the free mm-hmm. end of the blade was frantically vibrating up and down. So, like, it was, you know what a vice is? Okay, so it's a vice. Wait, a what? I'm assuming this is, like, a table vice. So, those, do you know what, like, they, oh, like, clamp okay. onto things? I think so. I don't really know how to explain it. But anyway, it's a it's a, a device that sits on the table, and then uh, <laughs> you put something between these two pieces, and you, like, shut it. You screw it shut kind of thing, and then it holds on to it so that it doesn't move. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So he yeah, has no, this I know big, long okay. fencing blade on this vice, and he mm-hmm. left and came back. And when he came back, like, the blade of of this sword uh, was, like, shaken up and down, like, vibrations, you know? Uh-huh. Interesting. So. Okay. Weird. So. He combined this experience with his experience from the previous night, and he once again felt frightened. I mean, I don't blame him. He's like, oh shit, there's a ghost in here! Yeah. <laughs> um, however, <laughs> he is a scientist, so he's like, hold on. Hold, hold the door. Wait up a second here. Vibrating pieces of metal were more familiar to him than apparition, so he decided to do some experiments. If the foil blade was being vibrated, it was receiving the energy to cause the vibrations, also known as energy mm-hmm. from sound, even though it was quiet in there. So he's like, hmm. There was a lot of yeah. background noise, but there could also be low frequency sound or infrasound, which Tandy could not hear. As it happens, sound behaves fairly predictably in long, thin tubes, such as organ pipes and X garages joined end to end. So you know how like so there are these two garages and they're joined end to end and so it kind of just creates this big long tube, kind of like an organ pipe. Uh, okay. So he's like, hmm, and he starts his experiments. He placed the foil blade in the drill vise, so like the same thing, and he slid it along the floor, mm-hmm. uh, from so across different points in the in these garages. And interestingly, the vibration got mm-hmm. bigger until the blade was level with his desk that was at the other side of the room and after the desk it vibrated less stopping altogether at the far end of the lab so he kind of pinpointed exactly like where this vibration area was but it turns out that Tandy and his colleagues were sharing a lab with a low frequency standing wave so a low frequency standing wave is a sound wave that has nowhere to go so it just kind of just chills in space pretty much so something Mm -hmm. is creating this sound wave that you can't hear but it's just like bouncing off everything and it's just like chilling out right in the center you know um Mm -hmm. so after some investigating and speaking to the shop foreman like the person who comes in like takes care of the place it was discovered that they had 
installed mm -hmm. a new extraction fan in the lab and it turns out that the sound waves at the frequency mm -hmm. the the standing wave was um it was coming from this this uh fan that they had just installed so these kinds of sound waves like i don't know okay. i don't understand measurements and stuff but this one this measurement of sound wave can actually have all or cause all sorts of problems in humans because it it vibrates you pretty much okay. so it can mess with your head your eyeballs vibrate and it can cause blurred vision it can also cause hyperventilation, causing the lack of carbon dioxide retained in our lungs, and can then cause panic attacks. Hmm. So once the fans were adjusted, there were no more ghosts. Um, so this paper was just saying, like, be aware of ghosts that haunt long, windy corridors because they might just be, like, sound waves. <laughs> yeah, That's I thought that was so cool. Like, yeah. imagine, like, how many hmm. paranormal experiences could be possibly be explained by um like it's shit that you can't see but it it's like it, it could be fixed by a simple fix you know so mm -hmm. yeah that was really neat i hope that made sense mm. <laughs> yeah that's cool a little disappointed it wasn't a ghost but that's okay there's tons of but other isn't that crazy how there? like the sound waves were causing his like head and eyes to vibrate so he literally seen someone behind him like this gray apparition that is that's like terrifying that's so wild and like yeah. your body being vibrated like that can cause you to like hyperventilate and get panic attacks and stuff mm -hmm. hmm. yeah yeah i don't know it's so cool science yeah that is so yeah i that was my fun little uh story um thanks for thanks. sharing i loved it me too I think. <laughs> um, okay. I don't know what else. I'm tired. I woke up at, I I woke up at nine today, which isn't early. Actually, I woke up at eight forty-four, which isn't early. But I think that's the earliest I've woken up on a Saturday in like months. <laughs> yeah, I, me too. I've been like I got up, and I don't even know what I did for the first hour. I forget. But I worked out for an hour, and now I'm just so tired. I'm like, man, I, I should take a nap, but I can't because I actually have to go to school. <laughs> I oh. feel I have to go to work because no one wanted to take my shift. Oh, yeah. It's fine. That reminds me of it's my fine. ventures at PharmaSave. Okay. Well, since we're both tired, let's just, like, end this. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram uh, at tweet the us at, On the Twitters at whoops. <laughs> At Woods Podcast. There we go. <laughs> email us. Our email is thewoodspodcast at gmail.com. And shouts out to Jason Shaw for our theme, Running Waters. And we'll see bye, you next bye, time. Bye, bye, bye.